Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Talks A Lot, boys. I'm your host. My name is Tyler, and as always, I am joined by the boys. We've got Brennan. What's going on, folks? And we've got Kyle. Hello. So we're starting off the year with what the people want. It's 2023, back at it again, on the grind, making videos, sometimes about Dance Gavin Dance, which is what we're doing today. We've received many requests to re-rank the songs from Afterburner. Uh, Afterburner was the first record that we ever reviewed on this channel, which caused us to inevitably pivot to a music-themed channel. <laughs> um, <laughs> and since that was really like a, a spur of the moment, like the day the album came out and we listened to it like twice and then made that, um, a lot of people are like, your opinions are good or must be so fucking different now. And they kind of are, I think, sort of. Um, but we're going to find out. I don't remember a single fucking thing that we said in that original video because I don't watch our content. <laughs> but you can let us know in the comments below how different this ends up being. Um, yeah, so we, we we listened to the album again full way through. Um, I, I would like to start with uh, Brennan because I know you Ooh. are the most avid like afterburner disliker. I, I won't say Indeed. hater, but you're you the one who dislikes it the most of the three of us. It was so. despicable. <laughs> upon upon re-listening to it today, what are your thoughts? Do you think it's better or worse than you remember it being, or or the same? Uh, I'd say slightly better. Um, I'm cool. still not. I can't say I'm still like super like high on this album. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say that I mean it's almost three years later now that we're coming up on it. Um. I think I think this album really subverted expectations, like not just for myself, but for like the DGD audience at large. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like this album tried to go some places that maybe DGD like just hasn't been um, similar to where like kind of what Mothership did, because um, this album to me is kind of somewhat reminiscent to Mothership in the fact that you know it has some certified bops. I mean, not necessarily as high as, you know, those of Mothership, but it also has incredibly low lows or, you know, songs that they tried a lot of different stuff and it just didn't land right. Um, mm -hmm. uh, to me, it's still kind of towards the bottom of Tillian releases, but I think after the re-listen, I've garnered a little more respect for it. I'll put it that way. Cool. I, I can agree with a lot of what you said, um, especially the mothership comparison <clears throat> specifically. But uh, Kyle, I'd, I'd like to hear your opinion uh, on your your re-listen before I dive into my own experience. So what did you think uh, about this second time through? I mean, on it, I mean, I feel like overall my opinion of it went up because um, like, I feel like initially when we all reviewed it, we were all like, oh, my God, it's so great. And then over time, you know, you've heard us deteriorate in our opinion of it. I feel yeah. <laughs> after the 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 initial highs, you know, but I feel like, you know, I'm I'm slightly closer back to where I was. I feel like initially great. I haven't heard myself talk about it then in a while, but um, I just feel like there were a lot of things that I just kind of like didn't maybe didn't appreciate enough the first like initially that like on subsequent listens now and over time. I, uh, I appreciate a little bit more. And then other things that like I think I kind of praised too much the first time around that like in retrospect and like giving it more time, it is kind of like falling off a bit more for me. So 
it's kind of a mixed bag of an opinion from from uh, where it was before but it definitely like overall in the hierarchy of dgd discography it slid up uh, a good bit from just being like kind of immediate like tossed towards the bottom you know so yeah yeah i agree i mean obviously you know we, we were very like overhyped on the original review um because it was the day it came out um and over the years you know especially just me talking to the two of you because even outside of the channel we talk about dance cabin dance a whole heck of a lot um shocker i know but uh there's always just this argument betwixt the three of us where y'all are like afterburner is a pile of fucking trash and I hate it. It's the lowest point DGD has ever experienced, and I hope that they never, ever do that again. And I've always been like, I think it's still pretty good. And then you would just uh, beat the shit out of me until I, I bled out, and then we would move on with our lives. Um, and I re-listened to it for, like, like a full thing today with my reviewer hat on, and I was, like, going into it, I was like, I'm probably going to end up disliking it a lot more than I remember liking it, just based on the the sheer hate that has like accumulated between you guys and just the internet at large. Like this has just become like <laughs> the punching bag album of like everyone likes to shit on it. Um, and I listened to it and I liked it a lot more than I even remember liking it. I granted, I don't think that it's like God tier, whatever, you know, like I do think that like the initial wow factor of that first recording like that is was too much is too much praise that it did not deserve i would probably rank this around like fourth or fifth uh as far as albums go i don't think this comes close to jackpot juicer or artificial selection or instant grat but like it's around the same level as mothership for me just like brennan said i think that both albums have very high highs and very low lows i think that mothership has significantly higher highs I would also argue that Mothership has significantly lower lows. I fucking hate some songs on Mothership, y'all. <laughs> um, and there's some songs on here that I don't really love either, and we're going to get into that shortly. But in general, I mean, if you think that Afterburner is an objectively bad album, you're an objectively bad person. I just, I, I don't oh, understand your, your logic. And, Coming you know, my neck. <laughs> comment below. I, I don't care. You know, feel the, feel the way you feel. If you, if you don't like something, you're entitled to dislike it, but... Uh, I've seen comments saying that it's just like, man, this album objectively is just terrible. It didn't try anything. And I'm like, they made a song in fucking Spanish. How can you ever argue that they didn't try anything? OK, <laughs> please. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. But enough enough rambling. We're, we're going to get into the, the ranking right here, right now. I'm going to do what we always do and list off the songs in the order they appear. And then we're just going to start throwing things on the chopping block. So. First up, we got Prisoner. Second is Lyrics Lie. Third is The Spanish One. Fourth is Three Wishes. <laughs> Fifth Cal is... Calentamiento Global. Ca Calentamiento Global. <laughs> Calentamiento Global. <laughs> um, yeah, there's one in a million. Uh, next up is Parody Catharsis, uh, followed by Strawberries Week, one of my personal favorites of all time, uh, followed by Born to Fail, Parallels, Night Sway, Say Hi, Nothing Shameful featuring Andrew Wells, and Into the Sunset featuring Bill Murray. Now, I think there are three songs on this album that deserve to be at the very fucking bottom, and I know that at least one of those is not going to be a shared opinion. So 
Who would like to throw out what they think is the worst track on this album? Brennan, I uh, actually both of you are, are smiling very hard like you just want to <laughs> fucking murder something. But Brennan, I'm going to let you go first. Um, To me, <laughs> see, ba- back when this shit first came out, I actually used to like this song, right? Um, And upon like re-listens and like more, you know, getting into it. I realized that it it's not really a song. It's just kind of like a sum of parts. And that song, of course, is Parallels. Thank God. I agree. I don't Thank like God. Parallels, man. I don't like Parallels. <laughs> I, I, think, I think some of the things that they pull off in the song are okay. Like, the first, like, minute and, like, 20-something seconds is just, like, I mean, it's kind of, like, I guess funky is a word to it. Like, I really like how like Tim Furyk like comes in with the bass and like, um, like the initial riff, although like the lyrics, like the vocal performance of it is so weird at the start. Yeah, it is. (laughs) And then, and then like one thing I like is like, it's like, it's like a minute and 28 somewhere in that area. The song takes like a seismic shift and it takes like a, um, almost like a hail the sun esque direction with like how they like take it like with a, you know, kind of like a little, not even a riff, like a lick. And then like the song's totally different. And then like the swing part with Tillian, you know, like, like when I look at them trying new things on us, like in this album, this song kind of pops out to me. as like, didn't really land. Like some parts are really cool, I think, but as an overarching piece, I do like the breakdown at the end, though, but that's yeah, pretty much about it. <laughs> I completely agree. I think this is, like, my least favorite song on the album, for sure. I think it, like, to its credit, it does do some some things that are kind of neat, that are, like, you, you know, I think the swing beat thing halfway through is really cool. I don't think it, like, salvages the entire song. Um, I think my biggest gripe for the song as a whole... I think the chorus just fucking sucks. Like, I really don't like the way the chorus sounds, um, especially compared to what it kind of sets up in the start of the song. Because like you said, the start of the song, it's really interesting. Like, it has something to it that it's at least like it's weird, but it's like I can kind of get into this. And the chorus just seems so disjointed from that. And like not in a good way, not in like a ooh, this is like a, a fresh way of taking this. It just kind of feels like it beelines off of a cliff for like no reason. And they just don't like mix well yeah. um, as as collective parts, which is rare for DGD. But um, yeah, this is one that I just never come back to. I just genuinely don't really like this song. Um, yeah. I want to vote for it to be straight at the bottom personally because uh, I do not like it. Uh, Kyle. You sound like you're you're on the same page as us. Yeah, I, I really don't like this song. Like this is like one of the very it's one of the very few songs that I just like actively dislike a lot in the 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 pantheon of DGD. Um I would go as far to say as like on an album where a lot of shit is like cool and they tried something different. This is like a full step backwards in a lot of ways. We're like kind of going off what you said, Tyler. It's like things like beeline in ways that don't connect well. And it's also not like, like this cool transition. It's just like, bang, we're doing something else now. 
And then like when it is trying to do something cool, like the swing beat, it doesn't even feel like fully like developed in a way. Like there's not a lot going on around it. It's just like the swing beat and Tillian singing. And like, that's kind of it when like so many other songs, this album have layers upon layers upon layers. This song lacks that on top of already not being structured well at its core. I think, um, I just really don't like this song. I'm really going over in agreement because that yeah. was like my strongest opinion coming into the re-rank of this. I feel like we were all kind of like a eh, about it. Brennan, you said you liked it a little bit more uh, previously, but damn on re-listen. I was like, oh, I don't want to listen to that again. <laughs> yeah, I actually like I skipped the ending of it because like when it went back Good. into the chorus again, I was just like, I don't really yeah. I know what it sounds like. And I just like moved on. And like Brett, to your credit, Brennan, I do think that like ending breakdown is cool. But then like it goes on like too long, in my opinion, like there's periods of yeah. time in that ending breakdown where like it just does like and it, like just fucking hits that a bunch of times. And then John comes in and I'm like. This is just getting way too dragged out in a song that's already not, I don't know, written well. <laughs> so I don't know. I just no, I, I, uh, yeah. dislike the <laughs> song. Are, are we bit. all in agreement that we're going to throw this at the bottom then? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, I think it has interesting parts, but like as an overall song, Tyler put it best, super disjointed, like nothing meshes well together at all. Yeah, slap the shit at the bottom for sure. Yeah. The The other one that I felt was like, similarly kind of disjointed not nearly to the same extent but um on a song that i thought was pretty good um you know in the first review i think i again i haven't seen it in a while but um into the sunset i think should probably be next because it has similar issues i think just not as egregious um because like to the song's credit do i think the end of the sunset is a bad song not really I, I would say it's a disappointing song because a it's an album ender, but it does not feel like it, um, especially coming off the heels of nothing shameful, which should have been the album ender, in my opinion, because um, that song is immaculate. Um, you know, like I like the surfer rock intro, but then like the song doesn't really lean into that at all after that, like initial thing. Um, it's just another one of those. It's 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 a similar problem with parallels where it's just like the longer the song goes on the more stuff it tries but then like the less the song like works you know even the bill murray feature it's like it's cool but they don't really integrate it into the song like as, as a whole it's just kind of like a stopgap between like two different parts um and again i really don't like the chorus on this song i think it kind of just detracts from the rest of what they're trying to do more than like more, more than it's like a interesting twist, you know? Um, yeah, it just, I, I feel like this song has a lot of potential, but they just didn't see it all the way through fully. Um, in my opinion, what do you guys I, think? I definitely can see what you're saying. Um, I also remember praising this song like fucking crazy originally. Uh, it's like the one that I feel like has slid down the list most for me on like re-listening where I think I was just too excited about a Bill Murray feature to look at Same. it like, super yeah, objectively. That's, yeah, that's really what it was, um, I think. However, uh, I do think it should probably be like in the bottom three area because um, it definitely I feel like the way like you said, the way the Bill Murray uh, feature is integrated is not my favorite thing. Um, because like it does seem like it kind of evolves off of that surf rock beat a bit at the beginning there. 
um, where it kind of just like shifts into like the more electronic version of it as it gets to Bill Murray's part. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do like like the slow like push of like almost like waves like coming in, like kind of like pushing you into the end of the album in a way. Um, On top of that as well, the uh, the will feature, I also feel like fits really well into this vibe a lot of the ways and near mm-hmm. the end of this track as well. So that's another reason like where like the vibe of it all kind of lives in the same realm. None of it feels disjointed in the way that parallels did, but it definitely doesn't take this idea and like really run with it like crazy. Like I, like I think we all wanted it to. Um, however, I think the fact that they tried this like slower feeling and like the feature of Bill Murray having Will Swan have his feature on this where like it all kind of like is in that same realm of like it just gets passed back and forth. These waves gives more to me than something uh, like the song Night's Way to me is what I would pitch towards the bottom for me myself. Um, and it's not necessarily that Night's Way does anything wrong. Um, Night's Way just doesn't do anything that blows my mind either. Uh, it, it, it is a song that lives very distinctly. And when it comes on, I listen to it and I move on. Uh, it is a good song objectively. Uh, but the fact that Into the Sunset is taking like a little bit more with like Will being featured, Bill Murray having like a bit of a transition between those and like the wave feeling, like I mentioned, uh, I feel like brings a lot more to the album than like just another kind of standardized DG song that Night Sway does. Um, I don't feel super strongly about this, but just in general, when I was looking at things more objectively, because I didn't even compare these two to each other the first time around. You know, like I had I had thought in the sense it was just in a different stratosphere. Yeah. Uh, so I'm curious to see what you guys think in that comparison, because it's not one that we really did. Um, I mean, that is a good comparison. I do think that these two should probably be the next two songs personally, um, because I my thing, though, is like, I don't think Night Sway does anything wrong. It's just I, the only like detracting factor in Night Sway is just that, like, it literally does, like, once it goes through the chorus, like, it just repeats once, and then it's over. Like, they they just kind of, like, they, they literally have a half song, and instead of, like, branching off into something crazy, they don't even have a bridge or anything. It's literally just, like, they take the song, and they double it, and then it's over. And it's still a pretty short song. Um, and I think that is, like, the biggest detractor from Night's Way, to me, personally, because I... I, I really dig it up until that point. You know, I think that, like, I like the John Mess-led intro. I like that, you know, because it starts off very heavy, you know, you have that, like, dynamic shift into the chorus where Rotillion kind of takes off, and it just... It has this, like, unique energy to the song, I think, that, you know, it, it's really cool. Um, Just the fact that it loops on itself it takes away from it, personally. I personally would put it above into the sunset but it's close uh i agree it's close brennan sure. what what do you feel about this matchup <sighs> i'm not a fan of into the sunset at all um i, I feel like dgd in that track you know it's not like I don't get like the feeling of like disjointment as much of this as like I would like parallels, but it, it seems to me that like they did a lot of catering to the Bill Murray feature, like kind of turn like literally like turn the track into a Bill Murray feature, like or a Bill Murray track pretty much. Um, and then even reverted back to that for, you know, the, uh, 
the Will Swan obligatory feature or obligatory rap feature. Um, I don't know. I don't really have a lot good to say about it in the sunset. I don't, I don't like this. The album ender, I think they, and they've done it two albums in a row now. Like nothing shameful should have been the album ender. Um, but as far as like, I still like the goes, album ender on jackpot juicer like, though, to be fair. Huh? I still like the album ender on jackpot juicer to be fair, but that's irrelevant yeah. for this. I just wanted to throw that out. There. I just, I mean, I mean, same, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not this, right? it's not bad yeah. like this, but as far as Nightsway goes, I mean, DGD does kind of have a history, you know, thinking of like, you know, uh, turn the lights off and watch it back to the future part two. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of other songs are like this where like they will like play like half a song and then do like a soft reset, but like, you know, like kind of reintro the track, but then usually it's kind of like the reintro and then it like goes into something else. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, the song then becomes like open ended and it's like this. Okay. Like we've been here before, but we haven't been here before. And it's, you know, like a whole different thing, uh, which I, which obviously makes that track epic. Um, Night's Way, yeah, it's just kind of, let's get to the chorus. All right, let's restart. Let's get to the chorus. Okay, it's over. See you. All right, everybody go home. Here, say hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I don't think necessarily does much wrong, but it doesn't do a lot great. So, I mean, put a gun in my head, I'd probably put Night's Way above Into the Sunset. Okay. Um... But then I also think that another track should at least be in the conversation against Night's Way. Which track is that? Say Hi. Okay. Eh, I like Say... I think Say Hi has more to offer than both of those songs. Same. I'd put Say Hi over Prisoner. I wouldn't. I'm still a Prisoner hater after all these years. I don't think it's great. Hmm. And I want that to be thrown into this conversation as well. Doesn't wow. deserve it. It all right, does. So, so before we move on... <laughs> Yeah. Our bottom three parallels into the sunset night's way. Yes. I'm okay with this. Yes. I'm okay. I'm okay with this. hundred percent. Okay with this. Yeah. Cool. So now we're moving on to say hi. It sounds like. And I'm going to throw prisoner prisoner. into the mix (laughs) because I just, I don't think prisoner deserves to be higher than like mid. Like, that's as much as I'll give it. Like, here's the thing. Going into the re-listen for Prisoner, I was like, I'm probably going to like this way more than I remember liking it because I haven't listened to this song in, like, a really long time. Um, It's just not one I come back to because I remember not really liking it that much when this album came out, and I thought in my mind, I was like, it's probably just because of Burnout. I listened to it a lot because it was the single I'll probably love it now that it's been a while and I listen to it and I actually like it less than I remember liking it before. Um, It is like just mid. Like it's got cool moments, but like as an opener, it's like the most average opener they've ever had. Like I can't think of an opener on a Tillion era album. I can't think of an opener on a DGD album in general that is weaker than Prisoner. No, 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 no. And like, it's just, it's so mid. Like, I I felt nothing by the end of it. And I was just like, oh, maybe I am not going to like this album as much as I thought. And then the the rest of it, 
uh, with the exception of those three songs we just talked about, I thought was great. So even Say Hi, I think is much better than Prisoner. I think I just Say think Hi. You're wrong. I that's fine. I mean, <laughs> tell me why I'm wrong, I guess. I mean, like literally, I mean, comparing it straight up to Say Hi, right? Is like yeah. I like Say Hi. I think Say Hi brings a lot of unique shit to the table um, in a lot of ways where like, you know, it's very much more John centric. Um, I like the very like broken down, like him just kind of like shouting into the void almost kind of feeling the uh, end of the song. Hi. Has. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hi. And it's like, it's However, I do think that like structurally as a song, objectively, the song does suffer. Because I think that uh, when you look at like a DGD album, what you come to a DGD album for, the fact that John takes the lead and not only takes the lead, which I mean, he does in most albums, uh, but literally like sh- br- like stops the song basically at the end to kind of like take it over in that way. Definitely is like a bit of a detractor objectively, in my opinion, um, that it just I don't know. The, the structure of the song is not that roller coaster that we like we lean into I'll, so much. All I'll the time. defend that choice, but I'll let you keep keep going with your argument before I do that. <laughs> Anyways, um, prisoner. I, I think prisoner is just like a fantastic roller coaster of a song with some really roller- awesome high. What moments. roller coaster? What do you mean? It's like the, roller- yeah. Maybe it's like the kitty roller coaster that like kind of goes up and down <laughs> and in a circle. Like there's nothing roller coaster about that all song right, at right. all. What are you talking right, about? So- I'm oh just, I, I, just, what fucking fuck theme park could possibly have a roller coaster that boring? <laughs> Probably Idle World. <laughs> <laughs> so the song, the song starts with like the, the building Tillian vocals into like the really soaring shit of the very first, like the uh, verse of the track where it's like the instrumentals are kind of taking a backseat to Tillian, just like fucking like hitting like some of the highest notes on the album, other than I believe parody catharsis. Um, uh, into a really catchy chorus that I really enjoy. I know that might not be just like like the best take ever. I feel like maybe that's the most like thing you could kind of debate about the track overall. But I feel as though overall the the uh, the chorus of the track is just really like objectively solid. Um, and then you immediately take it into like a shift of like the the very like catchy like the like the quick strums the guitar and then you're like oh boy disco sex jam psych it's a John Mess lyric and John starts uh, screaming over top of like this really catchy guitar lick that goes back into like a slower bit that goes back into the good chorus then you get to the fucking ending of the track where you get like this really fucking hard fucking power chords of this last John Mess fucking outro that just fucking pound all the way to the end. Like there are just like there are very like distinct parts of this track that stand out in ways that like subvert expectations in a lot of ways that I feel as though you are not acknowledging. Like, yeah, at it all. subverted my expectations because I expected it to be good and then it just <laughs> never really went anywhere. Oh. Wow. Like, I mean, also, Brian, fa- wait, how what, do you feel what about this disco song, sex jam? Are you talking about? Did you listen to a different version of this song than I did? Because that's not even in the song. The, no, 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 no. I mean, uh, listen. Okay, Brennan, can you tell me what do you think of Prisoner like on re-listen? I'm curious to know what you think because Tyler's uh, uh, eyes are shrouded. I'm by a hate. hater. I know. Yeah. I, I know. I'm overhating <laughs> it, but I don't care. I don't see. I don't think it should be too high on the list. Like, I, I think there is a lot of tracks on here that are just leagues above it. Right. Thank you. I can agree. Um, 
I don't think it's bad, but I think subjectively, all right, it's a really like slow track. Like not really a lot happens very quickly. I mean, obviously, like I like the chorus. Um, the intro of it, you know, it's like this. I mean, they even illustrate this in the music video. Like it's almost like an acid trip. It's like a really like long developing acid trip, you know? Because I mean, like the intro, like it's like it's enough to like, catch your attention, but then like you know when Tillian starts with like all like the crazy like layers and shit just feels off, you know? Um. I I really I don't want to like trash the song cuz I don't think it's amazing but I don't think it's bad. I think it's like literally like the definition of mid. Um because like the part like in between the choruses like I don't like there's just not a lot going on. Like it's literally just like a little like thing with like John Mess screaming and like yeah, and then Tillian kind of comes in and does like uh like a little bridge part going into the second chorus. Um I don't know. I just, I don't love it. And I do think it is kind of a weak opener. Like, cause you know, you think of openers, you think of, you know, Chucky versus the giant tortoise. You think of we own the night. You think of, um, you know, back in like the, uh, Johnny Craig area, like spooks or, you know, even like untitled going into, you know, and I told them Venet Times of Roman, like, like, like this band usually brings out like a strong, powerful opener that just sets the stage. Um, and Prisoner kind of doesn't really do that. It just kind of chills, has some decent stuff going on. I do love the very, I do love the ending though, where John Mess is just screaming and it's like, like everything, like the tempo changes and it just like slows down. It's like really hard getting, but that's like the only part of the track that like comes close to like wowing me. Or it's like, whoa, like John Mess coming off the come off the turnbuckle. Um, the rest of the track's like, okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And because like I don't think there's a single track on here that it is better than that we like that we haven't ranked yet. Like we and we can make the argument for say hi. I think say hi should be probably just above it. Um, but I think say hi is actually like a decent track. It's not my favorite, um, but like where Prisoner, I think, is just, like, absolutely mid. Like, I feel nothing, and it, it also does not work as an album opener, which detracts from it further. I think that, like, Say Hi is cool because of, like... I, I know you, you, like, knocked the part where it's, like, John kind of, like, takes over, and it's just, like, there's, like, the weird, like, stoppage and stuff, but, like, the whole point of this song, it, it's, like, capturing like a mental breakdown basically and i think that the way that they're able to kind of like take that and turn it into a song uh you know with the john parts where he's literally like just freaking out at the one one point like yeah like it doesn't like sound sonically pleasing necessarily but like it works for what they're going for it like adds to like the chaos that they're trying to like capture and even with like the tillion bits like the way it's mixed, the way it's layered, um, it has this kind of like eerie vibe to it. Um, yeah. And I, that's just so cool. Like, I think that say hi. Sure. Subjectively, you know, I get if you're not into it, 
I will never fault anybody for for saying that. But I think like it's such a cool song for what it does. And I personally say, would say that I like it far more than I dislike it. I don't think there's really anything detracting from this song, in my opinion. It's just like stylistic choices that like maybe not everyone is going to like. But for me, I think it works like I I enjoy what they were trying to do. It's a really unique track and it stands out because of all of the the unique bits that they put into it. So like that compared to Prisoner, which is just like mid as hell. Like I have to put I have to vote for Say Hi to go above Prisoner. I have to. Like 100 times out of 100, I have to. But that's just me. <laughs> so do I, do I have to play tiebreaker on this? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I, I do, I mean, the more I look at this lineup and I listen to it, the more I do see these going as the next two. Um, I will say against Say Hi, to me, the chorus sounds kind of lazy. Um, Like, just how like Tillian kind of like gets through like it, it sounds like he's just kind of like fuck it let's put a chorus together you know didn't you notice I'm normal all right cool and then like but he you does know, like the high note at the end yeah but like okay which immediately makes it a little less lazy than no chorus. <laughs> no because uh, that section I've I've like that little lick little blip compared to like the rest of it like that's like Tillian's forte like we hear that everything he does um. That and yeah, like the part where he's like, oh, hey, like is, is <laughs> it's weird. It is weird. That's the point. It's not, it's not like exotically pleasing, but but the rest of the song is pretty solid. I mean, you know, pretty much everything except the chorus from Tillian, I think, is like super tasty. But that chorus, Jesus, it's fucking lazy. But I, I guess to vote, I gotta put. Um, I, th- uh, as weird as it is, I think the two negatives outweigh the midness of Prisoner. So I'm gonna put Prisoner above Say Hi. It's based, cool. but okay, I'll <laughs> allow it. I yeah. I am legitimately curious now that we have like I guess more like regular viewers than we did at the time of this coming out originally. I'm curious to know what people think of Prisoner because that seems to be our most like polarizing opinion on this album, like by far. Um, between just us, maybe not like to the general public. Yeah. But. Uh, so I'm just, curious to know what people think about prison. I feel or, like people right. like it more than I do typically. Like I don't see a lot of like prisoner hate on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't like it. <laughs> I like one like final note, I guess, about it before like we move on. Because I mean, if it's next, it's next. It's whatever. I'm outvoted. Um, but I feel like in the realm of talking about it compared to other album openers. I get that like it doesn't like just pound like other album openers, but I don't think like that was their approach on this album in a lot of ways with a lot of songs like it was to break the norm, like we mentioned in the very beginning of this episode. And the fact that this album starts with like a slower thing that does some cool things that immediately goes into shit that like fucking pounds. They get lyrics lie right after, which I think is like objectively really solid. Um, uh, Then immediately into the Spanish song, you know, like it, it sets up the album in a good way. Um, based on the album overall, I think the opener is good. I understand the comparison to other openers is not as they're not as good as those. Cause I mean, come on, it's we on the night. It's Chucky and shit like that. You know, even cream of the crop. If you want to compare it to that too, cream of the crop fucking pounds, you know, cool. but, oh yeah, but a uh, pounder baby, it is a pounder. But uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, 
I just I'm curious. I've I've said my piece on it two episodes now, so <laughs> that I wanted to be high. Um, so I'm curious to see what the people think about it. True. Okay. I don't think I'm pretty sure that we ranked this like a lot higher than I wanted on the original. We sure did. Again, I don't remember where, but I remember being like low key displeased. Oh no! <laughs> actually, wait. Where did it just rank? Tenth. Uh, how many songs are on this album? Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. 10, Twelve. Eleven. Ten. Nine. It got to nine. Yeah. It's in the same place. Oh, really? Well. Yeah. Cool. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess All that's right. why I'm still slightly displeased. But, Say you know, hi is just I, lower. I, I I agree that at least the bottom three are worse than it. So I'll take that. Um. Okay. What next? Do we want to do tables just to like get them out of the way? Or, do, or is there anything else that's like just jumping right out at you that should be next? I have something tossed out there that was just an opinion that I've gotten about a song over since the album came out that I don't think was an opinion we could have had at all at the time that I've just kind of developed. Um, I do not come back to the Spanish song almost at all. I don't um, either. But <laughs> I, I can appreciate Upon it. reviewing it today. Yeah. I think that objectively it fucking rips. Like, I want this to be like higher Thank up you. on the list. <laughs> like there is because it is a song that I skip a lot. And I think it's just because I can't really sing along to it because I am inept and white and can only speak English. <laughs> but like I like I, I listened to it today with my reviewer hat on and I, I just the depth of that song, the lengths that goes to to slap like it's just it's. A great track. Like, oh yeah, that I, is absolutely not uh, next. If if that's where we're, I am, where I'm sure. I'm sure that back in the day, I tried arguing for that song just because I think Calentamiento Global is a bop. <laughs> but, I'm sure you did, yeah. But it's it's just I mean, because I was listening <laughs> to it today, and it's just like 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 how they like incorporate like the Mexican like dancing like while he's like singing and shit. I'm yeah. like, damn, this track fucking riffs. Oh, yeah. This is but. easily a top five song on this album. <laughs> easily. Hell, yeah. I'm down. I think so. I, I th uh, at least top top five, top six yeah. area. I, I'd put it there easy. It's not going to make me listen to it more often, but, like, it deserves its place in the top five. <laughs> yes, that, that song is slept on. <laughs> I'm down. Absolutely. I just, I that opinion has arisen that was, like, not a possible argument originally. That was, like, my main that knock for it on yeah. second viewing. Um, I did, I praised it a lot. I was worried it was more subjective feelings, but... So I'm down. Yeah, we, we move yeah. on. Cool. Um, Ooh. Here's... I know Three Wishes isn't going to make it very high, nor do I think it necessarily deserves to, but I am going to make my my piece on Three Wishes. I, I love this song. I feel like everyone hates it, and I feel like that makes me sad because I thoroughly enjoy Three Wishes. If it doesn't make it very high on this list, I will not be upset because I think objectively it is not as like technically like crazy as a lot of these other tracks we haven't talked about yet but um that song is just really fun and it makes me really happy and i just like listening to it i have it on my bangers only playlist i consider it a bang and bop of great time um but that being said it's probably coming up soon so i just wanted to make my piece right now uh objectively compared to these other ones it doesn't do as much it's still a good song though Anyone who says it's bad, I, I disagree with. <laughs> I actually like that song more on re-listening than I did the first time. I feel like I was part of the reason it got pushed lower 
on initial review. Um, but the more I listen to it, the more I've like just like had it in my life to vibe to. I think I've just I've appreciated it in a new way than the original objective listening of it. It brings like an energy to this album, especially like where it lands. Like you've got uh, Calentamiento Global and then you have Three Wishes and then you have One in a Million where it's like, yeah, you've got crazy Spanish. You've got cool chill and then you've got the fucking density. Yeah, <laughs> One honestly, in a million. Yeah. So like, I really enjoy where it sits like on like re-listening as well. Um, and in just I mean, my big praise for it is that I really like the vibe that it brings to the whole album. Uh, oh, absolutely. Chill. Yeah. It doesn't like like you said, it doesn't do a ton, uh, but just objectively, I think it, it brings a, a much needed vibe shift. Um, yeah, that I appreciate a ton more on realism. And I like how at the end specifically, like. In like the the final like uh, bit, how they like layer over like Tillian and John Mess to kind of like just accentuate that last bit and just like really fucking take off into the into the sunset you know not mm-hmm. the actual that like pun not intended but like that's what that makes me think of when i listen to it but like i don't know and it just has this weird like upbeat vibe to it that you just don't always get with dgd and it just makes me smile i just really like that song <laughs> um that being said looking over like the list of things i don't know how many other songs I could put it above objectively. Like I'd put it over born to fail, but I don't know Same. if you guys would. I think that that was what I was kind of leaning to. I don't oh, know. Okay, cool. It's tough. Cause Cause... I think born to fail is probably next, but like I don't have anything against born to fail. I just think that like all of the other songs left are objectively better. Mm-hmm. Um, um I agree. I do actually. I mean, in general, on like my like new re-ranking of the album, Born to Fail and Three Wishes are next for me. Um, And I think that everything like you said, everything above it is fucking just only bangers from that point on. Um, But I uh, I don't know. It's tough because I think Born to Fail is another track where like they kind of shift up the uh, the structure of the track in a lot of ways and they have some really cool shit they try or like you have the really heavy intro into like the really plucky guitars that like jump octaves like crazy it's mm-hmm. it's very cool it's very unique it's another like really interesting thing that they just like toss in the mix that they really haven't done the rest of the album um i just think that the uh the chorus of this um is in a weird place where i feel like it it, it kind of sticks out in that song but in a good way if that makes sense where yeah. like everything else feels very frantic in the whole song with like the very aggressiveness at the beginning, the very plucky guitars. And then the chorus hits and you're just fucking driving, baby. Like you're just fucking sending it. And I, I it really just catches me in a way that uh, if I'm being honest with you, in a way that not a lot of other songs on this album really do. It very does. It scratches a specific itch for me. And that's what right. I really appreciate about it. Um, and I just think uh, the the big ending of like the, the you were born to fail. Yeah, the, the ending's <laughs> fucking <laughs> the ending it's is just, fucking so epic, cool. dude. It's, it's so fucking like, oh, it, it fills it fills my tank, and I like it a lot. <laughs> I, I agree, hundred uh, percent. Which, which I mean, immediately contrasting three wishes, which I guess we're kind of comparing it to, is like three wishes gives me a completely different itch that is scratched, and a complete like it's like toe to nose, like different ends of my body being scratched here, and I three wishes has comparison. like a really good. 
Wait, what'd you say, Tyler? That's a weirdly good comparison. <laughs> that, cool. Uh, <laughs> three Wishes, I, I, I like that Three Wishes has a more, like, normal structure for them where, like, it kind of builds over time. It starts quite, like, you know, very little going on to, like, the growth of, like, the crazy layering at the end. It's like, oh, wow! Whereas, like, Born to Fail is just, like, aggressive, plucky, f- driving, and then, like, oh, it fills my tank. Like, they're they're very different tracks to be having in comparison here. But I do think that at the end of the day, when you're comparing them objectively, the fact that they make Born to Fail work in the way that they make it work, because it, it, even when I'm saying like it's things stick out, they stick out in a way that like keeps me in that 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 vibe that I like from that song. And that's impressive to me. It's something uh, that uh, is what's special about this album overall is the weird vibes they find. And um yeah, I don't know. I just think objectively, I would probably push Born to Fail over a tad. But I, I, I've come to appreciate Three Wishes a lot more. That's fair. Brennan, what do you think about Born to Fail? <sighs> I think one of the reasons that I don't like this album very much is, like, there's a section of this album that just fucking sucks. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how else to say it. Like, like born to fail. <laughs> it's like so harsh. Whoa! Like, I, literally, I, like, like you got you guys are talking, and I'm looking, and I'm like, basically everything from born to fail down is at like the bottom of this fucking list. Holy shit! You're not um, wrong. It's top heavy for sure. Like, I mean, born to fail, like. To me, like, this is when the wheels, like, they're still on, and then, like, parallel hits, and the wheels start falling off, and then nothing shameful tries to put it back on, and then, yeah, but, um, Born to Fail versus Three Wishes, I think Born to Fail, Kyle said a lot of things very well, I think it, you know, has, like, some, you know, I like how the verses are kind of, like, frantic, you know, like, there's a lot going on, like, it's weird because like it's not like super loud, but there's like a lot going on like with the instrumentals and like Tillian just kind of like keeping up. Um, I do like the chorus. I do like the ending of it. Um, I'll say like I think Three Wishes. If I had to pick between these two, I'd probably go with Three Wishes. Um, I like the tempo of Three Wishes a little bit more. Um, I think the chorus absolutely rips. Like to me, like Three Wishes doesn't. I can't even say Born to Fail does much wrong. I don't know. I mean, probably probably totally subjective here. I'd probably pick Three Wishes up above it. That's that's kind of where I'm at, too, because it's like I don't think that either either of these songs do anything wrong. Um, I think these do deserve to be next, uh, the next two spots, because I think everything else is just objectively better. But I do enjoy both of these songs. I want to make that very clear. I personally... Tyler, the internet man, likes both of these songs. And if you disagree, <laughs> you can go diddle your peen and cry about it. I don't care. Um, I, Due to the fact that I didn't think Three Wishes would make it this high, I am going to vote for Three Wishes over Born to Fail because I just subjectively really like Three Wishes. So I'm going to side with Brennan because I just like that song. <laughs> But I do think these should be the next two. I'm down with them being the next two. I think it's yeah. a close race race in a lot of ways, but uh my vote would have been born to fail. But you know, that's I, I, I literally I like 
I think objectively, Born to Fail is probably on a technical lever, <laughs> level better, but I have oh, the opportunity man. to say that Three Wishes is better than something that's good, so I'm going to take that chance to solidify wow. that. Wow. <laughs> I have no shame. Tossed, <laughs> tossed our credibility out the window. I don't official. care, man. I don't it's care. Out. <laughs> to me, to me, Three Wishes wins by like a hair. That's about Same. it. Same. Yeah. It's a close. It's a close fight. I'm gonna recap real quick, and then we're gonna table. Okay. So, because we're we're halfway through, I think. Um, Somewhere on thir- thirteen is parallels. Gross. Twelve yep. is into the sunset. Gross. Disappointing. <laughs> Disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eleven is night sway. Weak. Ten is say hi. Fucking sucks. No. No, is it? Is it? I well, actually, no. I think "Say Hi" is all right. "Prisoner" uh, is is number number nine, unfairly high. Uh, eight is "Born to Fail." Seven is three wishes." We are left with lyrics lie. The Spanish one, one in a million. Parody catharsis. Strawberries weak. Nothing shameful. Brennan table now go. Table strawberries wake in a heartbeat. Fuck yeah. Yes! No fucking brainer. Well, that's what I was going to table, so. Uh, Kyle, your turn. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I... I... Oh, God. This is risky. Risky business I got going on. There's two I really want to table, and I don't know how to feel. Do you want me to go first and see if it's one of the same ones? If you wanna. <laughs> no, that gives me too much power. You do it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna table parody catharsis. Huh. That was gonna be my other pick. Okay. Rad. Okay. Rad, rad, rad. Okay. I think. Oh. Uh, this top three is gonna be different than <laughs> what I was expecting. <laughs> now I have to, like, choose between two that I think are table worthy. Um. can't decide between <laughs> between one in a million and nothing shameful that's fair fair if it fair. if it sways anything i was going between parody catharsis and one in a million okay that's where i was leaning and not to also pressure you one in a million Ooh. was our number one last time i know it was so, i remember that so, this is yes, the only thing i remember I've... um fuck i just <laughs> I think both of these are better than parody catharsis. This just bothers me greatly. Um, <laughs> I don't want either of these to be underneath. Oh, God, I'm, I'm going to go with nothing shameful. Fuck it. Damn. Wow. Damn. I, I like wow. that song. Damn. Wow. Oh, it hurts. It deserves <laughs> to be in the top three. I don't care. I don't that know. That Andrew Wells feature is godly. It, you sure. Yeah, you're not wrong. I 100% agree with you, and it's why it made it this far. When you look at the rest of the song, it is great. Yeah, the but rest of the can, song is is better than Parody Catharsis. I 100% disagree with you. I like Parody like, Catharsis a lot. I just, I, I, I you're so wrong. You're, you're so. I don't know, man. 
we'll, we'll I mean, get do we want to we'll, do we we'll wanna... get there we gotta we gotta okay. do the right. we gotta do the next right, three fine. that's first, fine which apparently just, is gonna be spanish oh. lyrics lie and and one in a million which feels <laughs> wrong but this is where we're at oh uh, cabling system sucks <laughs> it does today <laughs> Uh, you should have tabled one in a million. All you had to do is table one in a million. <laughs> I also love that song, and it's in my top two. Um, well, we've done well, what we've done. We're here now, and I feel I mean, hey, though, my shit gets untabled a lot, so it could happen. I mean, I mean, yeah, and I mean, our, I mean, I don't know. I, looking at the next three we have here, uh, Spanish lyrics and one. I I feel as though I mean, I'm in the camp where we've gotten to the point where I think it's I think this is the Spanish song in my opinion objectively. Um personally, I think that I could see an argument for it to be placed up against Lyrics Lie at the least. Mm-hmm. Um however, just I I and I get that like objectively Calentamiento Global does a lot of cool things and like brings a lot to the table in a lot of cool ways. Um, Lyrics Lie is a phenomenal DGD song. Full stop. Absolutely. I agree. Like 100%. it just does everything right. Has an incredibly catchy chorus, has awesome building, has like everything I want from a DGD song. I bop to it so hard. Every time it comes on, I scream the lyrics at the top of my lungs. Every time it comes on. You know what song I don't scream the lyrics of every time it comes on? Well, that's just because uh, you're, you know. Well, maybe if we were better people. You yeah, because <laughs> you don't use Rosetta Stone, not sponsored. Or that other one that sponsors all the other podcasts that are real. <laughs> that I won't say the name of because they don't that? sponsor us because we well, don't get sponsors. Don't say it. I'm bleeping it out. We don't we're not oh, giving shit. them free advertising. Well, they'll they never don't know what we, we said don't get sponsors on the show. I will give no one free advertising. No one uses Rosetta Stone anymore, which is why I'll, I'll throw that up for free. That, that's fair. That's honestly <laughs> fair. Um, um, I don't know. That's no, just I'm my kind opinion. of in the same boat as you, Kyle. I will. Okay. I will. I, I will say because lyrics lie is like it's a ripper. It's a ripper. It's a it's a it's a dang good ripper. I think the only reason that I'm going to give lyrics lie the edge is solely because I am white and sad and can't sing along to the entirety of the song. Um, <laughs> I just listen to lyrics lie more on a regular basis. And since they're both at equal levels of good, I I would have to agree that I would want to put it above the Spanish one. And it's a shitty it's, reason to do it. Yeah, that's where I'm at, though, too. I've had <laughs> shittier takes on this channel before. <laughs> I don't know. Brennan, talk about these songs. I guess it doesn't matter, but like talk about them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, which one? Which one's going up against the Spanish one? Uh, Lyrics Lie. Lyrics Lie. <sighs> yeah. I mean, Lyrics Lie is a lot more like memorable, you know, lyrics, obviously. And <laughs> I feel like overall, like the song. I mean, it's a damn good track, right? I think if Calentamiento Global wasn't in Spanish <laughs> or like, you know, didn't have that, I think it would be leagues above lyrics lie. Because um, I think like just like how the song is like made, like like the intro is like um, 
you know, we talk about this album, like obviously like the band going out of their comfort zone, you know, getting away from like the formulaic, you know, reason. Um, obviously for them to track it in Spanish, I think it's pretty gnarly. Uh, the, like the intro is like definitely different. Cause like you kind of have like, it sounds like a ranging Tillian with like, you know, like some bassiness and like grooviness kind of going underneath them. Um, followed by some John mess. And then the chorus like starts and it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you know, cause it's in Spanish. Like I don't get a word of it, but it's so fucking tasty. And then like, it goes into like this weird, like Mexican, like dancing beat, like with like the guitars and everything working together. It's just like, what is happening? Uh, like I remember the first time listening to the song, I was floored. I was like, this is Same. amazing. It's like too bad. It's in Spanish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, but also like the two, to the kind of counter your point. Like, I don't think it would be leagues better if it wasn't in Spanish. Cause I think that would kind of take away from what makes it cool in a way. Yeah, exactly. I, I get yeah. that. Um, but I, I just remember like like looking up the lyrics and like hearing them. I'm like, man, like the the fact that it is in Spanish is gonna like take away from it. Like, I mean, yeah, I think you're right. It probably wouldn't it'd like make it into like a different song. But I, it's just like throughout it, and then even like I love how they like tease the ending and then it goes into like a fast, like upbeat, like John mess part. And it's just like craziness and guitars and everything's like shredding. Yeah. And then it goes into like the true ending and Tillian just like sends it off. Like, wow. It's, it's a fucking phenomenal track. Like I, I think way it's more than we ever gave it credit for the first time around. Like fucking immaculate song. dude. You know what? Just to give Brennan like some form of choice, <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna put the Spanish one over lyrics line. This review is so shrouded in subjectivity I don't and care. random bullshit. We've already <laughs> reviewed it once. It doesn't matter. You're not wrong, but it was like, oh wow, you guys probably have different opinions. And we're like, I wanna make better have a hard time. <laughs> But these two tracks are both so good. I will not be upset over You're which one wins. I will be, but <sighs> it's okay. Uh, all right. So, I mean, am I the tiebreaker? Is this, you know, yeah, you'll, you'll be the tiebreaker. Tyler's in Calentamiento Global's camp and Kyle's in Lyrics Lies. 100%, yep. baby. <sighs> <laughs> This that was the biggest tough. sigh I have ever heard <laughs> exit your mouth before. <laughs> it was so thick. Because <laughs> I do really like both songs. Fair. You know, I'm going Spanish. Let's do this. Yes. Let's go. Let's I, do I, it. I, Let's shake it up. I remember Let's shake back, it up. Yeah, I remember back in the day, I told you guys the song was a bop, but you guys were like, no, fuck you. Now the table's a turn, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, I'd like to put it out there real fast. Um, lyrics lie went from number three to number six. Uh, from first to, wow. to now. Crazy. Just if you were curious where it ended up landing. Um, okay. Spanish went I mean, up two slots if it lands where it is. I literally think that everything from... Well, I would say say hi, but we put prisoner above that. So I'll say anything from prisoner up is great. So <laughs> why did we do this review? <laughs> the people wanted it. 
I'm sorry that this wasn't as objective We've as you probably wanted to be. We've become more chaotic human beings over the we past really three have. years. This should have we been expected. Like, oh, can't wait to see what they have, what the new opinions they have. I like that it bops. <laughs> it should go above the other one. That's a valid take. I mean, you're not wrong, and it's kind of why I said the, the opposite, so fair. I'm, like I said, I think th- these two songs could go either way. But now I think Spanish lands at number five. And if I think if we had a more diverse cast, this song could go even higher. But we don't. (laughs) Interesting statement, but, you know, sure. I don't know. (laughs) Moving on, I feel like the Spanish track, uh, it getting fifth is awesome. Uh, I yes. think it ends. I think it ends here. I mean, I don't know if you guys are in the same camp or not. But oh, I feel no, like it definitely ends here. It's not going to cool. beat one in a million. Cool. Because I think one in a million should be higher than four. Unfortunately, also, we've hit a, a wall too. of tables. <laughs> I also think it should be higher than four. Um, I parody catharsis is the one that's really just has just fucked everything up for me. I like this song. But I think Parody Catharsis should be four. I think Parody Catharsis is like a strong ass number four pick. I don't agree. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, I just, Brent, but Brent just in. like thinking about like what these remaining songs do, right? Like one in a million. Layering. It's the it's it's the tallest song. If we're going to the tall wide comparison, mm-hmm. quite possibly the tallest song on this album. There's so many layers, and I think that the experimentation, specifically on this song, led to a lot of the really cool stuff that they did in Jackpot Juicer. I think this was like the start of just how many layers can we put in? How big of a chorus of Tillions can we have <laughs> in a song? And it sound great. And they were like, we're going to take this to a million. Um, huh. Shut up. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's a f- phenomenal song. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing shameful. Epic song. Does everything correctly. The instrumental layering and the vocal layering are both immaculate. On par with one in a million even though they don't do like the crazy like chorus of angels at the end with like the 72 tillions, whatever. But that's just like a little cherry on top of uh, a good song Sunday, right? And the cherry on top of this good song Sunday is the Andrew Wells feature, which is so, it it, it just, ugh, that part of the song, man, it like, it builds, it's got all this like emotional like weight to it. It's just, it's one of the greatest features they've ever had in a song. It gives me goosebumps every time I listen to it. And I've heard it like hundreds of times at this point. <laughs> Still same effect. And it's completely surrounded by all these immaculate instrumentals and, and Tillian bits and John bits. And it's just, it's just a crazy song. It's the roller coaster that we want from from a DGD song. And then Strawberry's Wake, of course, um, the song that I literally wept to when I heard it the first time. Of course, I'm going to vote for that to be very high. Um, and then we have Parody Catharsis, where it's like it's a very good song and it has a cool rap. Put it at four, man. I just I <laughs> I need you to sell me for harder on Parody Catharsis because I love it. But I just don't think that it's as powerful as those other three tracks. 
I'm just not seeing it. I need to be sold on it. The thing that parody catharsis brings to the table for me that um, is something that I've always enjoyed from DGD a lot is that it does uh, a lot more of just John and Tillian side by side than other tracks do. Um, the fact that that is like pretty much the entire song, maybe not the entire thing, like more around half, maybe, whereas some most tracks just end with it is such a cool idea. You get you get like this really awesome guitar riff that starts the whole thing off. You then get um, just Tasty Tillian, Tasty John kind of going back and forth until you get the fucking Will Swan fucking feature that just is just accompanied by the the wackiest, wonkiest guitar going. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> it's just so goofy. And I love it because it fits the vibe that it shifts into, which it then carries into uh, the the ending blip before the the chorus with Tillian, where like the guitar continues to be wibbly wobbly, and they you know they go and Tillian just is singing these awesome just little runs with these random layerings tossed in on it. It's just like this tasty in and out of these interesting cool parts that then go back into this cool Tillian John stuff. It like it it does everything I want that I didn't know I wanted more of. It's the things that I like from other songs just accentuated more. In and in, in thicker supplies that I just I, I it's something that like legitimately I don't think any other DGD song does where it accentuates things that are just like little feature things in other songs. And I love that. It's super cool. And on 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 more listens, I feel as though it really it, it just accentuates those things. It's cool. I mean, uh, Brennan. <clears throat> talk, talk about it. Yeah, because you said that was your next uh, table, right, Brennan? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this song is vastly superior than the other ones. Um, (laughs) Wow. Okay. I I think, like, parody catharsis, like, to me, it has so much, like, variation. Like, the song, like, starts off, (laughs) it's weird how it starts off, because it's, like, upbeat and, like, you know, it's almost like it's like a song that someone would be like frolicking through like a field too. Um <laughs> and then all of a sudden right. it's just like up tempos, like John Mess like tears it up. And then, you know, Tillian Tillian goes fucking off in this track. Like he hits the lowest note on the record and he hits the highest note on the record in the same song. And like how he delivers everything is just fantastic. Like like I said, like frolicking, frolicking through fields, and all of a sudden, like it's up tempo, and then like it slows down, like this weird guitar effects going on, telling singing like really low, then like it picks back up again. Like this song just has like so much to like unpack. And then I listen to like a song like One in a Million. It has like some really groovy parts, but. I think, like, the thing that keeps One in a Million and, like, the conversation with all these other tracks is, like, how epic the ending is. Because, like, the ending is, I mean, what? Then they say there's, like, 16 different vocal layers that they had to, like, record in yeah, order just to make that thing poppin'. crazy, yeah. I just... I don't know. I mean, maybe this is totally subjective here, but I think Parody Catharsis is easily one of the top three. And I... I mean, maybe I'm not selling Tyler too hard, but like, you I know, mean, honestly, like, you sold me a little more than Kyle. If I'm being real, 
Yeah, because I mean, sold to, me like a little bit, and you sold me like a, a, a medium amount of a bit. Like, because again, I like Parody Catharsis. I don't want to undersell that. Parody Catharsis is a phenomenal song. It deserves to be in the conversation. And I will not try to take it out of the top three because it has been tabled now. I respect that. Um, like, it's, it's great. I think everything you said is like dead on. It's a fucking groovy ass song. Cool. Um, I personally would just put it below the other three because I don't think it has like the emotional like power that the other three songs have. But again, to Brennan's credit, I think that like if one in a million didn't have the crazy ending, I think that that, you know, maybe wouldn't hold up as much. So I'm I, I guess I'm OK with putting it under parody catharsis. It's tough, right? It because tough. like. Because, like, the, the thing about One in a Million is it has, like, a lot of awesome parts in it, too. And it's the reason mm -hmm. why it was number one last time. Is like, oh, the yeah. fucking, the guitar riff and the chorus. It's, like, the catchiest chorus on the album. I feel like that's, Absolutely. like, bar yeah. none. 100%. Okay. 100%. Yeah, I agree. Um, It also has, like, the, the most depth uh, in a song on the entire album where you've got, like, objectively just, like, incredible layering, incredible just songwriting, objectively. Um... It also knows when to break itself down into like the choruses where it just really gets down to like just the like the the fun little guitar riff and just full stops at times, too. And when you look at like moments like that compared to like the parts that it gets to, even in like the John Mess parts at the ends of verse verses where like the, the guitars are layering on each other, um, it, it's just really, really smart writing objectively, um, which is why, like, looking at this th this whole ranking right now, it's tough because objectively, one in a million is very, 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 very good. Um, it's very, it's very good. I just, I don't know. Do you want me to do what I regularly do and switch out my table for that to appease the masses? Uh, go for it. I mean, because I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I feel. I mean, personally, to me, I feel that the top three are Strawberries, Wake, Nothing Shameful, and Parody Catharsis, with one in a million being, like, a very close fourth. Like, okay. as close as humanly possible. Yeah, because I think all four of these are just, like, in a in a tight, tight-ass race. A hundred percent. Yes. So, you know what? I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to pussy out this time. I locked in nothing shameful as a table and I will keep it as such. So uh, one in a million is going to stop at four, which is weird, but we'll allow it. Feels it so um, wrong. It does. But these other three songs are all great. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause all four of these are bops. I mean, the, to be in the top four, I think is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So now we just got to order these bad boys. Um, I've talked about why I like strawberries wake like to death. So I don't even feel like I need to do it again. Um, I am going to vote that Strawberries Wake be number one because I've done subjective things on this list already. Why not do the most subjective? It's my number two DGD song of all time. I'm not going to not vote for it to be number one. <laughs> like... I mean... What do you guys think about... Obviously, I'm in a, I'm in agreement with that. I do want to hear Kyle's rebuttal before I <sighs> firmly stake my claim. I don't know. 
I, in my opinion, like when you know you listed your like three with the fourth being closely in contention. Um, my three were like one in a million parody catharsis and strawberries wake with nothing shameful just being outside for me. Um, only because I think the thing that shines or like that that sticks not nothing shameful out for me a little bit is that I think um. I adore the feature like we've talked to death in this episode and in the last, I'm sure. Um, but it, it the song has such an incredible feature surrounded by like just like a solid DGD song, in my opinion. Uh, and that could just be like my subjectivity on the track, but it's just like every single one of the other songs, everything surrounding the high points of the song are also incredibly high points. Whereas the like there's like a peak in nothing shameful, which is a phenomenal peak, incredible peak. Everything else is just like it's all sitting very high. There's really no low point of all the other three, in my opinion. Um, whereas with with Strawberry's Wake, it's interesting because I feel like Strawberry's Wake doesn't really bring that same energy that the other two do to me, in my opinion, that we have left. Um, I really love Strawberry's Wake. and I think objectively, it's like really well structured. It's just one that I, I mean, if I'm being honest, I've just never bopped to as hard. Uh, so it feels weird to have it vying for number one. Um, I am outvoted already, so that's neat. <laughs> but I mean, if it, if it does win, I mean, cool, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I just was purely not expecting it like at all. Putting aside one. like my personal biases for why I like this song, even if we're just talking objectively structure wise from the song, mm-hmm. what does this song do right other than make me weep? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just it's it, it manages to capture like very different vibes, very different feelings and combine them into like one song. The song itself is like a journey. It's like the roller coaster that we look for, but in like a, sort of a different sense, almost like it's it goes for it's like it's like ballady in parts, but it's like very slappy in others. And it's like very somber in parts. And it's very like fucking groovy in other like it just has this dichotomy slithering around between different vibes and John Mess popping through a plane window. It's just it's cool, man. Like it's every single lyric is just like very powerful and every single member of the band gets an opportunity to shine at at least one point in this song. Um, There's some crazy drum shit. There's some really fun guitar licks. There is probably the the slappiest bass riff that Tim Fierick ever did in his life. Um, going into like the very ending of that song. There's moments where Tillian gets to be, you know, do do more of like ballady stuff. And then there's, you know, he's doing more like fun, you know, carefree chorus stuff and, and doing like almost gang chanty shit, you know, toward the end at the, at the very end part. And then we have John Mess doing John Mess things throughout it all. Like it's just the perfect like quilt of DGD bits. And it's woven together in such a, just a fresh way that it does it differently than even other DGD songs that that venture into those territories do. Um, and it made me cry <laughs> the first time I heard it. So uh, I I have to solidly put my foot down that this has to be number one. Um, there you go. You make you make good points, sir. Thank you. You, 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 make, a, you make a fine argument, young man. Um, 
It's a really good argument, actually. I I think <laughs> I think the biggest the biggest takeaways for me that like I think are the reasons why from what you said are like the the emotional weight the song has that I don't feel is present in a ton of their songs in the album, um, bar none to maybe like nothing shameful something like that. Even say hi has like an emotional weight to it. Different, but still. Yeah. Um, and then. The fact that every band member gets to really shine, I think, is the biggest reason that like you you've you've sold me on it. I that like all the other tracks have really awesome ways that certain band members shine, maybe even better than ways on this track. But the fact that this song measures it out, gives everybody their moment, all in good ways. Um Yeah, I feel like objectively I could I could see that being the reason it, it edges everything else out. Um nice. I will say to to slightly rebuttal uh the way that you said that it kind of like you know the, the the in and out of like um the the different like the the ballady parts the slappy shit the more upbeat shit i think that parody catharsis has a very similar structure in the fact that it does it but with just different vibes um more upbeat vibes overall i think and maybe that's why i subjectively lean back to it more because it's just a little bit more upbeat mm-hmm. overall, but it does do a similar like in and out of vibes that are very cool. Like I described before, um, just in a different yep. way, which I agree. is why I, I would argue for it to be number two. at the very I least. was also going to go that route, actually, cool. um, for pretty much that same reason, because <laughs> um, cool. where I think that if we're taking this in, in the way that this is developed, right, um, mm-hmm. I think we've we've all kind of said that, like, Nothing shameful and one in a million have peaks like very like moments that you just like think of immediately when you think of the song and the rest of it is very good, very well executed, lots to unpack. But I think if we're just talking as like a full package, like a full experience, a full roller coaster, if you will, uh, parody catharsis probably does a a bit more of a a well-balanced uh, intricate weaving of different things um, and keeping the interest going the whole time so i would agree with that that parody catharsis should probably be two nothing shameful three i see no wrong (laughs) (laughs) i mean Uh, i just you know to echo tyler's sentiment i remember the first time i ever heard strawberries wake i was absolutely floored um and i i do think it's kind of wild that like i mean they do things differently, but like how they have like so many different things like interwoven into similar tracks, you know, talking about Strawberry's Wake and Parody Catharsis. Um, I think it's kind of wild that they literally come like one after the other, but I love them both, but I, I, I need to give the edge to Strawberry's Wake. I just, some like something about that song is just, it's built different. Yeah. I'll put it that way. <laughs> but I Fuck mean, yeah. I, both of them are amazing tracks. And then nothing shame with three. I'm cool with that. Cool. So, hell yeah. well, hell I yeah. guess we did it. We did what the people wanted. We did this again. We, we, did it. we, we re-ranked <laughs> Afterburner. And here are the results. I'm going to recap it real quick before we head on out. Uh, hell yeah. Number 13, Parallels, Trash. Number 12, Into the Sunset, Disappointing. Number 11, Night Sway, Ite. Uh, number 10, oh, Say Hi, <laughs> Weak. Ite. Uh, number Weak. 9, Prisoner, 
divisive. <laughs> that's a good one. Actually. There you go. That's controversial. <laughs> number eight, born to fail. Number seven, three wishes. Number six, lyrics lie. Number five, the Spanish one. Number four, one in a million. Number three, nothing shameful. Number two, parody catharsis. And number one, as God intended, strawberries wake. It's it. It's over. It's done. It's been re-ranked. Don't ask us to do this for at least another three years. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, we hope you all enjoyed, uh, this little adventure, fun way of kicking off 2023. Um, if you enjoyed this video, please give it a like to show us that you liked it. Cause that really just does help out an absolute ton. Uh, make sure to comment below, uh, how different this was than the first one. Cause I don't know. And I'm curious to find out, but I'm not going to rewatch my stuff because I don't like listening to myself talk like you people apparently do. Um, and let us know uh, if your opinions on Afterburner have changed over the past three years. Have Has your ranking changed? If this is your first time watching our stuff, what is your ranking of this album in general? Um, love hearing people's takes, even if they're bad. Post them in the comments below. Maybe we'll give it a little heart if we if we like it. Or maybe we won't. I, it's a free country. I, we, we can do what we want. Um, if you're not subscribed to the Talks a Lot Boys, consider subscribing to the Talks a Lot Boys. Because boy, boy, gosh darn it, boy howdy, we've got some fun, fun <laughs> videos planned for the year of 2023. Some stuff boy, that you howdy. are absolutely not expecting and probably won't watch, but it's gonna be fun, and I'm very <laughs> excited. Uh, more excited for the videos we're making this year than than the videos we made last year. Uh, hands down so please subscribe and and tune in for all that it's going to be a fun year um and, and we're excited for you to be a, a part of the ride but that does it for today so we've been the talks lot boys we will talk a whole lot more next time see you later